Hey, welcome to Gen Z Money. Today, I'm speaking with Zoe. What up? Hi. Hello. I went, I went too soon there, didn't I? Yeah, that's all right. These things happen. I try my best. We met by chance in a weird way. Yeah, we did. So, your sister... Mm-hmm goes to a conference called Podcast Movement, which yes. we're in Orlando, Florida. Yes. And you tagged along to get some free food and drinks That's the other exactly, night. That's exactly. I got free su- like <laughs> sushi and like drinks. It was great. Yeah. So uh, we got chatting and you're doing some cool things. So I thought, hey, do you want to come on my potty? Yeah. Oh, and by potty, I mean podcast. Is that what it is? Yeah. I like that. Yeah. So I said to Bethany the other night, how's your potty? And she just looked at me weird. Oh, potty like, like with because yeah. <laughs> I thought you were saying party, and no, then and then sorry. I went somewhere else. No, I got there though. Yeah, so no. potty <laughs> podcast. Yeah, so the brave way to say it. Yeah, so you're on my potty. So tell us, what do you do? Okay. Oh my goodness, what do I do? That's a good question. Um, I'm an artist, so that's where I start usually. So it's the umbrella term of everything I'm doing, uh, and I also like to be kind of referred to as like a storyteller as well. I love to tell stories. And so the best way to do that right now for me is my art. And uh, that's the best way for me to express it. So I do a lot of freelance commissions. Uh, I have posted all my Instagram and I connect with other artists. And then I make a lot of fan art, which is just basically taking uh, uh, like popular pieces of fiction like uh, Star Wars or Marvel and then drawing uh, different interpretations of those things and then selling them. I sell them at um, conventions, like pop culture conventions. Sweet, so, yeah. sweet. Now, what is, so everyone's listening to this, what is your Instagram so they can look and have a look at your art Ooh, now while we are talking? Okay, cool, yeah, yeah. Because I don't like to tell people the guest's Instagram. Right. At the end. Okay. I'd rather be like, hey, check it out now. So you get a vibe for oh, Zoe. That's actually not a bad idea. Yeah. Yeah. You're so welcome. What is it? It's Zoe Draws Here. So it's Z-O-E-Y and then Draws Here. And there's no underscores or anything. It's just straight up. Zoe Draws Here. Yeah. Sweet. That's me. So when did your passion start? Like, wh- how did you find out that you were an artiste? Um, so probably in... Uh, Really, really start because I've always had a lingering want to do art because my sister was an artist and so I always watched her. Um, not this sister, no, uh, another sister. <laughs> Sorry, there's four of us, uh, so many sure. sisters. Um, Darby's with us. <clears throat> she yeah. was. She does a lot of realism. Right. It's a very different art than actually than what I do, but I always looked up to her so much and thought um, it was so cool that you could think of something in your head and then you could somehow put that on a piece of paper in front of you. And I would get so frustrated at the fact that I could think of something and then I couldn't do that. And I was always challenging myself to like try to get there. Um, so it kind of lingered for a while, but it wasn't until really like middle school that I felt very, a very strong need to tell stories and express all the things, you know, you, you go through, through in middle school through stories. And I, because uh, a lot of the time, you know, in middle school, I wasn't like fitting in you know the things you do in middle school and I would escape through like Disney movies or TV shows and all these different things and I always wanted to um make something that was the way I was feeling it's like when I want to make something that people can use to escape because that's what I was always looking to you know so I was trying to figure out different ways I could do that like writing and all sorts of things and I really just 
latched on to art and it was the most fun way for me and, and uh, the most fulfilling way for me to do that. So so good. So good. Now, if you are hearing in the background, we are at a cafe and since you've already got Instagram open, you can have a look at it. It's called Deeply Coffee. It's uh, nice. It's a cool place. It's, it's hip. Like, yeah, love it. Okay, so it started, it's kind of like, what's the saying? Necessity is the mother of invention. Okay. So like you had to get out of your world mm. and escape. It's so exactly you, what it is. Yeah. So you used art to do that. Yes. So if we fast forward now, uh, you've got somewhat of a decent online presence. Okay. Yeah. Now, the weird thing is I hadn't heard much of the platform that you're quite popular on. This is true. So, what is the platform? Okay, I gotta explain this right because this it has a very uh, a bad rap right now. So it's called TikTok. It is um, a so I don't know if you've heard of Musically. It was a really popular app. It, yeah. it was mostly just like lip syncing or singing, and um, it I think it I can't remember if it really took off or not, but it didn't do well eventually. And so I think it was a certain company that bought over, it was musically bought over this other company. And so now they're TikTok. That's probably incorrect, but it's something like that. Sure. But, um, don't fact check me or, or fact check me. Yeah, probably will. <laughs> Whatever. Um, so, <laughs> so, um, uh, but it's, it's used for a lot of things. Um, a lot of it is still very like people singing, lip syncing. A lot of it is very cringy sometimes, but there's a huge, um, cosplay community on it and uh cosplay is basically dressing up uh in in costume of different fictional characters and such so uh there's a huge cosplay community and, and a lot you're kind of in that community yes in exactly. that world mm-hmm. yeah and it very it very much fits with um with art because i have fallen like deep love with uh conventions and pop culture conventions um like the comic cons and yes all that. exactly because you were talking about a second ago and i was like oh that's a good segue because you were talking about what it was the quote that you said the necessity uh, what is the it? mother of invention exactly yeah so the people at these conventions are the most genuine and cool people because they have all gone through that phase of needing to escape something at some point and really just latching on to these stories and these characters and they feel them so deeply within them. So when you meet these people, it's instant connection because you have already connected so deeply over um, these certain stories and so much connected to these characters and to these stories that when they you meet them, it's like so easy just to get there and into a deep connection with them. And so like, it's just so unreal how fast it will happen and like, how good it will be. And so like every time I'm sitting at my booth and I meet new people, it's just like so much fun and everyone has such unique perspectives and everyone looks so, I don't know, they just come from such unique uh, places and I just love it okay, a lot. Okay, so you hire a booth at these yeah, comic cons I do. of that suite yeah. and you're selling your art? Exactly. Yeah. Pretty much. And what type of medium do you sell your art? Like t-shirts, uh, prints? Mostly prints. Sweet. I think they're all print, prints, buttons and stickers. Yeah. And then you can then get people to commission you for other stuff? Yeah, and I usually don't do that at the conventions, but a lot of people do that. Uh, I do that on off my Instagram, actually. Yeah, sweet. So, tell us about your audience on TikTok. There's there's well over 100,000. Yeah, it's 120,000. Sweet. That's gone up since the other night. It is. <laughs> it's gone up since the other night. <laughs> I swear it was on like 113. It was. Night. What the hell? Um, Who okay. Are you? There's this show. It's a show I'm cosplaying. I don't think I'd be as popular if it weren't for this certain fandom. So that's. No, let's just chill out for a sec. Okay, go, go, go. Like, that's almost like 10% growth in like three days. Okay. Yeah, whatever. Yeah. No big deal. <laughs> 
It's anyway, been great. Yeah, it's awesome. <laughs> I'm trying real hard. I'm working real hard on yeah. it. I I love it a lot. Um, but no, there's a show called My Hero Academia. It's an anime show, and it has gotten. It's basically a like the segue show for anyone trying to get into anime because it's so um, so modern and easy to get into, and the story is just so great and so compelling. Yeah. Um, and so it's gotten really popular, and I have cosplayed like probably. I would say at least 10 characters from the show. And wow. I will do a lot of um, the cosplay and like lip syncing and such, but I do a lot of improv. So I'll be in those characters and I'll have my friends over and then we'll all get in these characters wow. and then we'll do improv in the, like in character. So good. Yeah. It's yeah. really fun. It's so dorky, but it's so fun. Okay. So your over the top growing audience that's grown like 7,000 people mm-hmm. in three days, whatever. Um, <laughs> I was going to ask you about growth, and that's kind of just yeah. explained it. How long did you think it took to get to that 100K mark? Oh, it took a little bit. I started in, um, I want to say, December-ish, but it was a little bit after December, like, like the beginning of... It took a little bit. <laughs> it took eight months to get 100,000. Yeah. Okay. Well, you grow really... A lot of yeah. people grow fast. It's easy sure. to grow fast on TikTok, but... Yeah. Um, sweet, sweet. I'm sorry. No, no, no. I'm downplaying it. No, that's fine. It's, it's amazing. <laughs> Thank now, you. Now, what's the average age of your follower? I don't know. Is this is fifteen to twenty five too large of a gap? No, that's fine. Okay, that's. Basically I mean, I do a podcast, My Millennial Money, and it's like from age twenty four to thirty seven. Okay, so, there you go. Yeah. So that would say around like fifteen to twenty five. Yeah. yeah. So basically, top of Gen Z mm-hmm. or yeah. Gen Z. Mm-hmm. In America, I've got to think like Jay Z. We like, don't call him. <laughs> we don't call him Jay Z at home. <laughs> that was good. That was good. Yeah. Okay. So now we are getting onto the the money part. Okay. What do you think, like, your community, I guess, and I'll call it a community, your followers or mm, your yeah. fellowship or whatever they call it, your fellowship, um, what's the biggest need that you think they have? Because I'm thinking, like, people follow things online for, I'm thinking, entertainment, for inspiration, mm. for that sense of community and belonging. Like, mm. you represent a cause that if I connect with you, I can belong yeah. or I need leadership in this area if you're, like, right. some corporate coach person i don't know so what do you think the biggest thing is i think it is community i every time i post anything with friends most of the majority of the comments are like oh wow like i really want uh friends like that i really want a community like that or one day when i'm like not 15 or 13 like i hope that i make friends and i'm able to do that i think it really is a sense because with tiktok the fun thing about that is that you can make a video right and then you can duet a video. So basically your video comes up as one when you post it and then someone can take that video and then it records a video alongside it. Um, and it's like you do a scene together. So it's really easy and anyone can do it. And so it's really easy to almost make yourself a part of something else. So like, TikTok is a very community-based app. Wow, that's so cool. Mm. It's, just, it's just crazy. So how do you make income like now? I, I've been trying to marginalize. That's the right word, right? Is that the correct word? No. No. Okay, cool. <laughs> Mon- monetize. Monetize. Yeah. What's marginalize? Uh, I know it, nothing. <laughs> You'll learn that. You're seeing a person over there and not wanting them to be a part, so you marginalize them. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so sorry. No, you'll learn I know nothing. Um, no. Okay, so monetize. <laughs> cool, yeah. I got there. I've been trying to monetize the t- uh, TikTok. So I've been uh, selling shirts and designing shirts. And then I have been posting my Patreon on there. And then also there are live streams. And then people can send you 
gifts, which basically is they went to TikTok, purchased gifts, and then if you, they send you gifts, it can transfer into points, which transfers into money, which is overly complicated. Sure. But Sounds like someone's winning and it's not you. <laughs> That's exactly <laughs> what it is. Yeah. Right. Okay. And I wanted to know, like, you're living... Because when we do stuff in business or life or money, mm-hmm. like, everyone has expenses to live. Yes. So, I call it the cost to exist. Sure. Now, if you're renting an apartment in Manhattan and it's $7,000 a month, sure. you've got a higher threshold of income you have to sure. have in your life. Okay. Yeah. So, what type of costs do you have in your life? Like, what's your living arrangement? What, like, do you live lean? Do you, I don't know, what's... So, I'm not going to give you an answer you want because I just got through a breakup and he was financially supporting everything. And so I've actually this past month been living with a friend and I am going permanently living there, but I have been, uh, they have been giving me the opportunity to slowly uh, jump onto certain bills until and build myself. Okay. So up. you've, you're in a period of, you've got to press reset. Yeah, exactly. Literally life. exactly. Yeah. 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 Okay. So you're in a period of pressing reset on your life, mm-hmm. which means your expenses aren't great. No. So that means you don't have to generate a huge amount of income, but you're kind of generating enough to get by. Yeah. And I guess the reason I wanted to sit down with you is because I think you've got such a huge opportunity and more so out of a long game. Mm -hmm. Now, I guess what I'll probably first ask, like what would you like to see your life look like in 12 months with your online art and your online community? Okay. First off, thank you for saying that long game thing. I is that is encouraging. And uh, I think... Uh, so my plan before the whole breakup thing happened was I wanted to do, uh, I think, six conventions next year uh, at least. Um, and I'm still planning on doing that, even though it's going to be harder. So I want to keep, I want to eventually get to a place where I'm constantly doing conventions, like from like month to month to weekend to weekend. Um, and hopefully, I think I could get there, I mean, maybe in the next 12 months and then... Okay, so on the convention thing, yeah. can I ask a couple of questions? Please. So, how much would you charge for a commission? At convention, uh, like in general? Yeah. Um, so, my prices are, I think I do, if you want sh- like a shoulder up shot, it's 20 and then waist up is 25 and then full body is 15 Oh, uh, sorry, 30 but if you want an extra person, it's 15 So, that means you would sketch or draw? I do it on my iPad, so it's all digital digital mm-hmm. um, drawings of people yes. or characters or whatever they want. Yeah, exactly. And it's the anime type vibe or... It's it's not anime. It's more... it's uh, People compare it to, to Disney a lot. It's very like, uh, yeah, cartoony, you could say. So, and how long does it take you to, to do one? Not long. Maybe like two hours. And what's your average customer age at, oh, for commissions? I would say 2025. Yeah. So most 2025 year olds have a job. Yes. Yeah. So I think number one, you probably need to increase your price for commissions and just You're not wrong. back yourself. Mm. Okay. So what I would probably do next convention, um, yes, you don't have time to sit down and draw the commission then, mm. but you could do, hey, the I can do them for a hundred dollars commission, mm-hmm. but take this voucher and if you order a commission over the next two weeks or mm-hmm. week to even shorter, three days after the year. Yeah. It'll be, you know, 30% off and you okay. get it for $70. Yeah. So then you've got that urgency. I need to pull the trigger on the sale. Yeah, that always works. Because I think what you need to do is make sure that when you go to the convention, you're not losing money because it costs a crap load to fly around, right? Yeah, you're right. And I haven't done the flying thing yet, but I, sure. it's, that's but the plan. Sure, but you will. 100%. Yeah, totally. Yeah. So I think 
you need to make sure that the conventions pay for itself mm. and it's actually profitable. Yes. So I think it's about having multiple opportunities to make income mm. and then multiple opportunities in terms of income streams. Yeah. Because you've just got su- such a huge opportunity. And I think the reason I say it's a long game is, oh, can I ask, why did you say it was encouraging? Like, have you had voices say that, what are you doing? You're wasting your time? Mm, well, yeah. I mean, those are unavoidable voices that you always hear, but yeah. I... I mean, tell them to shut up, but whatever. <laughs> I appreciate that. Um, but no, yeah, I think <laughs> there's been voices from other people too, uh, including my ex-boyfriend, who is no longer in the picture for obvious reasons. But that Shout out if you're listening and still <laughs> trying to get over Zoe. What up? <laughs> I hope he hears this. Wow. Um, uh, he would just tell me that the things that I... the t- He told me TikTok was not something that was ever going to be beneficial for me until I got to, I think 90 K he was finally like, Oh, that's cool. Like, I guess so. And I'm like, Oh, you're going to jump on this now. Aren't you? Cool. Um, but no, I, I just, I've always thought that like, I don't need to do things by a certain standard. I can just do like, I can do cosplay and I can do art and I can make it work for me. And I doesn't need to be like a, I don't need to base it off someone else office's success and how that went for them you know so so you get most of your commission work off instagram yeah, yeah? um so i think yeah that's definitely a source of income mm-hmm. and you need to totally pump that yes but i think and the reason why it's a long game and the reason i asked about the age like 15 year old kids do not have much money now but their parents do their parents do number <laughs> one but and also they will yeah so how do we cultivate this community and have mm. you as a leader in that space yeah. and keep them engaged? So, and it might even be like, what about you did something like with Patreon? I'm just like making stuff up on the spot. Did it where you could become a Patreon mm. or Patriot? What are they? <laughs> You're right. You got <laughs> yeah, this. Yeah, yeah. I've got Patreon. I'm just starting to work on it more. Um, what about you? Like, I want two or three hundred patreon foundation members Mm -hmm. at no cost sign up to this benefit here okay get them on the platform okay at no cost okay because they're already connected on that platform okay then down the track you can add tiers yes upsell the people that are already on that platform yeah so what if you did that and you did a couple of a free video or something a month to all the people that are on there Oh, no okay. Because so they're they can, already there. They're already there. So sense. they can start to see That's the value. That's not a bad idea, honestly. And then, cause so in business, we call it a bit of a, like a loss leader strategy. Have you heard of that? Mm-mm. So so in Australia, you can go to 7-Eleven okay. and get a coffee for $1. Okay? okay. I mean, the cup probably costs a dollar and the coffee probably costs, you know, 50 cents. So they're losing money. But to get you in, they're leading the marketing strategy with a loss. Yeah. But once they're in the store, you'll mm. buy chips, you'll buy a Coke or whatever. So, yeah. I'm just thinking because if TikTok's a volatile platform and you don't know how long or how long the herd will be there, yeah. we need to start getting your followers into other distribution areas, which is Instagram, Patreon, mm-hmm. Patreon, whatever, something else. Yeah. Okay. I agree with you because that's the same thing. It was It's a very similar to, uh, situation to, I think, Vine. Do you remember Vine? Yeah, absolutely. Died. And that's what I was going to ask. I'm like, did Musical.ly come like in a vine situation i don't think that anything to do with each other but everyone has uh just like called it the new vine yeah so that's number one i would probably because i genuinely think 
you can be up over 100K income from your online presence. That'd be so nice. Within two or three years if you did it smart. Okay. Because you've got people who are fans of you Mm. and they will spend money. So, picture this. Your TikTok community – actually, I was thinking about this this morning – preparing for this interview. Okay. It's like you're in a you've got a shop in a really busy shopping center. Mm-hmm. Okay. There's 20,000 people walking past every 2 hours. Mm-hmm. Walking into your shop. It's just you standing in there. Okay. <laughs> what what can they buy from you? They want you. They love you. Okay. Sell them something. Make them something. Right. And it's half that you want to encourage young people in their art, in their self and in all that. Because I do it with my money group. Like, I want to empower people. I want to make them better at managing their money. Absolutely. I'm not running a charity and I've got rent to pay as well. So, how can I get the best out of both worlds? Yeah. And you've always got to have in your mind with your business hat, it's got to be a genuine win-win. How can it be a win for you and a win for your community? So, I would ask them as well, like, what do you want from me? Like, I'm doing cool stuff or... But I would definitely... I'm even thinking, can you do some badges? Because they're cheap, right? Mm-hmm. Foundation member or whatever you want to call it. Okay. Like, I was here first. Run over to Patreon. There's only 300 spots, 500 spots, whatever you make it up. It's going to be free forever. Yeah. Just for these 500 people. Yeah. If you change platforms, take those foundation people with you. Mm. Okay? For free. And then you need to sign up here, send in your mailing address, and you'll get a badge. And I want you to post a photo or something of you wearing that badge or something. Sure. So make it scarce. Make it... So you're getting that vibe. Yeah. So that's what I'd probably do first. Okay. I have a question. Yeah. So I have a Patreon, right? I know that you're just you're new to Patreon, but like just figuring it out with me. It's funny. I get paid like... I set it up a year ago and I get paid every month into my PayPal. <laughs> Shout out if you're giving me money. Thank you. Appreciate it. It's the best. Um, <laughs> but I'm now going to start doing a um, a once a month live Zoom webinar just for those. Oh, people. cool. Yeah. Um, you already have all your tiers set up, but you want it like if I wanted to do something like the idea you're saying. Yeah. Where do you? How do you? Do you just take off the tiers and be like goodbye everyone who's already been here? What's your advice on that? Uh, I would. How many tiers have you got set up at the moment? Uh, like five. How many subscribers on each one? I have, I think, I think I have like 15 to 20 in all. Yeah. So I would probably, because you're going to be talking huge scale, Mm. set up um, maybe three new tiers. Okay. And do the first one that's free, the second one mid, and the third one premium. Okay. And just go, look, I'm closing down all these tiers. Everyone Mm, who's paying now is just going to move into the second one. Okay. I I don't know. That's not a bad idea. Yeah. I think I, I think I'm not doing a great job at picking the right things for my own value and their value right now. I think yeah. I'm I think there's some tiers that I feel like I'm doing too much and not getting enough, and then there's yeah. some that they're not getting I enough. I mean, you should be able to get f- at least a thousand dollars a month from Patreon. I'd love to. Yeah, and that's so doable. I yeah. mean, but you've got to get people in in into that ecosystem. Yeah. Without having to spend, do we need to put money in the parking meter? Do you want to take my card? You Just sure? take my take my wallet. There's two, there's this, okay. is, this is only going to be fifteen minute chat, but I'm loving this. Yay! Really? Yeah. Oh, good. I'm glad. Yeah. Um, I want to bore you. No, no, it's cool because <laughs> we're just like strategizing, and yeah, anyone I else help. listening can think of unconventional ways yeah. to make money. 
So I think, yeah, absolutely. Let's get people into the Patreon ecosystem mm. for free that will be foundation like members for life. On Patreon, can you actually add, can people be on multiple tiers? Oh, that's a question. I, I don't know. I think it's, I think so, but maybe I'm wrong. Yeah. So you might have to just manage that somehow. Like everyone who's already on there will always get the free stuff. Oh no, because everything they get for free, they get in each one. Anyway. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So they upgrade. So yeah, then people like to think that they're upgrading anyway. So yeah, yeah, yeah. that makes sense. So yeah, I would absolutely try and get people on there and then show them the value of upgrading to X amount a month. Okay. So yeah. So that's number one. Two, you've got to get people off TikTok somehow yeah. onto Instagram. Agreed. And you've said that the other night that you did have more following on Instagram and that dropped and now it's starting to pick up because yes. there was a change in your community. A hundred percent. Yeah. So what was that about? So I was posting a lot of uh, vacation, most like more like kind of photos. So a lot of Disney World and Universal and um, people cared more about uh, Disney World and pretty photos than they did about who I was as a person. Um, not all of them, but a lot of them. And so I posted a lot of those and then I eventually was just like, this is not making me happy anymore. And, uh, the community there was, there was kind of uh, rough. So I ended up kind of just taking a hiatus for a little bit and then jumping back into, or jumping into cosplay. And yep. so people were like, what is this? This is not what I signed up for. And so they were all dropping a little bit. And then since having, you know, TikTok, I, my community has been remade. And so now I've stopped like going down and I'm going back up again. So I, I think, so you, when you put out a video on TikTok, have you done any videos just you saying, everyone, go to Instagram, there's going to be different content because I don't want to do the same content everywhere? I haven't. I would do that. You've just got to ask people to do stuff. Mm. <laughs> and they'll do it? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Like, um, get dressed up, do something fun and engaging mm. so people are engaged and then go, hey... Go to Instagram yeah. and then just to hold up your phone or something just to get sure. people, just tell people to go to Instagram. Yeah. And they'll do it. Yeah. Because it's linked up there, but I guess you have to tell them to do it. You've so like, tell you have to guide to them. It. And what you, what about this as a strategy? Hey everyone, like if you put a video up within how long till you get a thousand looks at it? Oh, maybe like 10 minutes. Exactly. So what you're going to do, you're going to put up a cool video. Mm-hmm. It's like, hey guys. I want to try Instagram live out. Mm. Does TikTok have live? Yeah. Yeah. Just go, hey, I'm just experimenting with Instagram live. Okay. Because I think it has some different features. In 10 minutes, come and join me. Oh, okay. So then Instagram. there's a thousand people already. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So, I like that. Yeah. I like that. I would do that. Or even run it like at the same time. It's like, all right, guys, I'm live on Instagram. Mm. I'm going to turn this off. Come and watch me on Instagram because I want to try a live Q&A on Instagram and just experiment. Yeah. So, do it under the guise of I'm experimenting or yeah. something. They don't, know, they don't realize yeah. you're being sneaky. Yeah. <laughs> so, you've got to get people and then never put the same content on each platform. Yeah, that makes sense. Which you know that. Yeah. Um, and then I think with your art, um, maybe start looking at doing an online course. Okay. Like how to... Draw. Oh, like making my own online course. Yeah. Well, it's more like a how to be like five tips to become an artist or mm. something like that in okay. this style. Okay. Because Would you suggest using that one class that you were talking or the one site you were talking about? Yeah. So, I use teachable.com. Would you use YouTube? Would uh, you? Is, no, because you can't put a payment gateway in front of YouTube. Mm. The only thing that you could do is use YouTube for an unlisted video for your Patreon people. Okay. Yeah. Um, but definitely like... Just think of like five modules showing people how to draw cool stuff from scratch. Yeah. 
if you're not an artist or something like that. Yeah. And then you might even charge less than $100. Like, you've got all the video gear. Like, you can do it. Mm -hmm. um, But it's just another way that you can have income. Yeah. So. Not a bad idea. Yeah. I mean, you've just got such a huge opportunity. Yeah. Um, All these ideas are so exciting. Yeah. And I just want it to be anyone listening. Like, it's funny. Zoe... not once have we said, oh, go and rent a shop somewhere. Mm. Like it's 2019. Like there's no point spending 10, 20, 30 grand a year renting a shop. I agree. Like you've got stuff online. You can work from anywhere in America, mm-hmm. anywhere in the world. The conference stuff, I think, well, number one, you need to increase your price of the commission stuff. Yeah. Run some competitions on Instagram. Oh, Okay. That's like, actually a good idea too. Tag a friend or yeah. whatever and we're going to do an Instagram live and I'll draw out the thing. Hey, if you're... And this could be for you, TikTok. All right, everyone, we're like... I'm selling a personalized thing. It's usually, you know, $300 or make something up. But ask your parents if you can have $30. Like, I don't know. Ask your parents if you can have $30. They're all going to be like, yeah. Yeah, totally. <laughs> totally. Because this is it. Like, I don't think... It, kids parents is going to let them subscribe to patreon okay but i know what they'll subscribe for free and then when they get their first job yeah they're going to be already on there and wanting to yeah okay i actually have some parents who have have let their kids subscribe to my patreon that's which great. is wild that's great but no but i agree with you because yeah. they gotta get but as well jobs. like you are a community kind of leader in that world and maybe they know that that's valuable to that child yeah that's true so it's not a bad thing, but I mm. think there's a lower chance of parents. I think you're right. Wanting to just do that. Yeah. Um. So did oh on, I wanted to ask about the shirts. How are you doing shirts and merch? That's really new. So yeah. I actually started with uh, Redbubble. I was gonna say that. And yeah. then did, the Redbubble well, spreads really crap. It is. So I, <laughs> we got Redbubble, and then like we ordered it. We ordered a shirt and a hoodie and immediately, like, within, like, I don't know, a couple of days, they came with the, sh- the hoodie and the hoodie looked so bad. We were so upset. And so, like, so fast we uh, switched over to a spreadshirt. Yeah. And I like it a lot more so far. And what's, like, so if you, how much are you selling a shirt for? Like 20. Yeah. And you get, like, $3. No. So, with Redbubble, you get, like, $3. Yeah, but with spreadshirt, right. you get 10 that's so good. It's so much better. And there's no difference. Like, it's the same kind so of... why don't you do something with your art and your shirt sales on TikTok or Instagram or Patreon? So, what I'm doing with my Patreon, if you become a Patreon, you get a merch kit. At okay. At no cost. Delivered. Okay, cool. So What's you, in that kit? Uh, I don't know yet. Okay, I only cool, made it cool, up cool. this morning. <laughs> I love it so much. So, it, it might be like, a obviously, a tote bag. Like sure. This one here. Would you... With a water bottle. But then you would need to get, like, a, like, stock, like a bunch of... Yeah, yeah. Then it's going to be an investment. Yeah, and in a warehouse and stuff. Like you go to a warehouse, not don't get a warehouse, but like you. Well, I mean, I, I don't think I'll be expecting twenty thousand to okay, be doing okay. it straight away. But it's something I can manage to start with. Sure. Um, what do you use for that then? To get like, do what sites do you use? Just buy a bunch of the shirts and tote backs and stuff. Uh, I use Vistaprint. Oh, I love Vistaprint. Yeah, okay, I mean, cool, it's cool, not cool. great. Like these were from Vistaprint, and I only get it when on when it's on sale. Like. They're really good quality, cotton, and um, yeah. Okay, cool. So, yeah, I just think you need to have some merch that's just double down on it and then like do limited edition. Okay. And would you suggest me making it my own brand where it's my kind of thing or would you suggest using the fandoms that I've been using to to gain those followers like My Hero Academia? I'll probably try and do your brand okay. as much as possible because then you own it. 100%. Yeah, I mean, you're right. Yeah, that's yeah. true. Yeah. 
So it's like, you know how Taylor Swift prints money? Yeah. Only reason because she's her own manager. It's true. Like, you've got to... She's a queen. Yeah. You've got to just own as much as your art as possible. Mm. So her supply chain, she owns the whole supply chain. Yeah. And she can just outsource it. So Okay. Yeah, so, you, like, there's just so many cool opportunities that you've got. And okay. I think you just have to not be afraid to ask people to do stuff, ask people to buy stuff, and back yourself. Because your art's cool, and Thanks. people will pay for it. Okay. And what you can do, you can do, like... So, what about, like, with your artwork on your store? Like, you've got hoodies and T-shirts, and it's just, like, that's your normal kind of branding, backline stuff. And then once a month, do a limited edition. Hey, this shirt, there's only 20 of them, but there's ac- it's actually double the price. Okay. Yeah. Something, something People like, like to do that limited yeah. edition stuff. Yeah. So, the reason I say it's a long game is because you've got this huge group of people and they will grow with you mm. and their income will grow yeah. with yours. Mm. But you just need to keep adding trust and trying different stuff and yeah, you'll kill it. Thanks. I'm literally going to listen back to this after it's posted and then take notes because like I haven't been able to take notes and like I'm like wow and I'm like looking out the window behind you and I'm like trying to think like I'm thinking about what am I going to put on my tote bag? <laughs> Just yeah, all yeah. these ideas. Yeah. And don't be afraid to like ask your audience mm. like hey what do you want from me? Right. Because they'll tell you. Yeah. That makes sense. Absolutely. Oh it's, cool. Um, and you can be like hey I want to do some merch. Do you want like um, I don't know like Water bottles? Do you want like power banks? Like, what's do you want? Yeah. But I think what like what type of what's your biggest Patreon like tier per month cost? Uh, twenty. Twenty dollars a month. Yeah, yeah, but this is what I'm thinking about changing because it's it's I I think I need to make I need to find like a medium of things that don't make like take so much effort or like are so rough for me and then also still feel like they're high value because mm. i've been doing i do like i do i think you get like a drawing like a doodle for me and it's not specific so it's whatever i i want to do for them and then um you get uh i have a private instagram just for patreon for like uh work in progress stuff and then you get like a commission to like a like a black and white sketch commission i mail out and stuff like that but like for some reason i am so absolutely terrible at mail like, yeah. I'm, it's a curse. Like, I don't know what it is. I need to learn how to get better. But, uh, like... It just sucks. That's why everything I do is digital. Because I'm so much better th- at that. But, like, I'm wondering if I should... I need to redo it so that it's just... It's the same value, but I just know it will take me less time, you know? Yeah, that's the dance, isn't it? Yeah. But also, maybe I should just overcome my curse of mail and get better at it somehow. So Yeah, or maybe, like... If you know, like, do you have any younger cousins or family in the area? That will do the mail for me? Yeah, just... Oh, maybe. I don't know. If it's like, hey, do you want to come in, package a whole heap of stuff up, give them 30 bucks, and I don't know, just outsource it. I wonder who would do that. So, I guess what you need to do as well, like, you've just got to double down. Like, people go work on your weakness. I go, get stuffed. I'm just doubling down on my strength. Okay, yeah. So, if you just double down on your strength, which is making good art... And have it so, oh, I've got all this mail to do. I've just got to get someone else to help. You can always get help. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so, I like that. So, yeah. So, the takes, the key takes, increase your prices, back yourself, tell your audience what to do mm-hmm. because they love you. And this is the weird thing. Like, there's 120,000 followers, right? Mm-hmm. There's probably 20,000 people who are your super fans. Okay, that's a lot of people. Uh-huh, uh-huh. So, imagine if 
okay, let's just do this. Okay, I'm gonna, do it. Worst case scenario, right? You've got 120,000 people. Yes. What if we got 3%, which was 3,600 people, mm-hmm. 3% times $20 a month? Okay. That's 70 grand a month. That'd be insane. So when I say, what if the target was I want to get 1% of that audience? So 1,200 people times $33 a month. That's 40 grand a month. You make it sound so easy. Well, but this is the opportunity that I see. Yeah. So what if we go, I want 1,200 people times $22 a month. That's 20 grand a month. What what would you want in a twenty dollar tire uh, tier, tire tire? Um, <laughs> I would probably say these people are your super fans. Okay? okay, what every month you do a live Q and A and a live drawing and give to one of them. I don't know. Okay, something. Ask them. Like, what do you want? Like, is it? This is some cool stuff that I've been doing this week. Um, yeah, I. I don't know. Your okay. sister's nodding here. She's good. You got to ask her more. Yeah, yeah I, those are so easy for me. Like I, I would do those for hours versus like doing mail. Uh, okay, <laughs> Darby, you've just heard this interview. You got the he- other headphones on. Anything you want to add? Oh man. Okay, so this is really interesting for me to listen to because I'm probably one of her super fans. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Um and I have been trying to figure out how to also think through monetizing her not talent. marginalizing. Not marginalizing. <laughs> monetizing her talent. Yeah. And um this conversation has been super helpful. I also I did have a question about Patreon. I didn't know that you could have tears with no money. That's a thing. I don't, I don't know. know. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if it's a thing. But what if it's a foundation member, it's $1 a month? Sure. Let's just get people on there. Like, hey, for I'm doing a $1 a month. Please come hang out. Add value. Mm-hmm. Actually, can, I'll, keep, I'll give you back the mic, Darby. No, you can finish your little... No, no. And then I'm going to suggest something. Okay, yeah. Um, I mean, there's not much else to say except for I think that um, Zoe does have, (laughs) she has such a humble presence. And so she doesn't recognize, it's so funny listening to this conversation. I'm like, oh my gosh, she's so talented. She's so good at all the things that she does. But she is also just so, um, she doesn't like... uh, she doesn't talk about herself. She just never does. And so it's so funny because I'll be like, yeah, like she does have super fans. There are people who she goes to conventions and people run up to her and they like just want to like touch her shoulder. <laughs> and I'm like, that's crazy. I want to touch your shoulder. <laughs> Do it. Oh, it's a shoulder. It's a good one, right? <laughs> okay. Here's what I would leave both of you to chew on. Okay. So, Darby, you're a tech person. You edit podcasts for a living. You edit stuff. You get the mechanics. You get systems. You get processes. Why couldn't both of us, as in you two, do some type of revenue share arrangement? So, you can... Like, okay. So, if I said to you, would you like... So, at the moment, 
we'll just assume at the moment you're earning nothing in compared to a big thumbs up. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, no, like no, no. I like this. I like this analogy. So as the benchmark, earning okay. nothing at the moment. Sure. Two hundred grand with a crap load of effort and strength that will probably detract from your art. Mm. Yeah? Or would you like to take one hundred home? And not have any of the pressure of all the back end crap. Oh, that that's just a hard question. I don't know which one to choose. <laughs> but, but the question is, can you step up to the plate and deliver all the systems, processes, structures, pipeline yourself to get to the 200? Or do you need to partner with someone and do rev share? Explain and elaborate on rev share. So revenue share. I, yes. Yes. So, <laughs> thank you, <laughs> Professor Science. Uh, <laughs> I got to say Professor Science on a podcast episode the other day because I interviewed a professor from a university. And oh, we were that's joking, awesome. And she corrected me. I'm like, oh, thank you, Professor Science. <laughs> I love that so much. <laughs> okay. So, what I'm saying is like, I'll use Darby as, a, as an example. Okay. Um, Darby's going to help you set up the online course. Okay. You do the content. She will edit it, package it up, and do all the back-end side of it. Mm-hmm. But she will take 30 or 40% of revenue sales. Okay. So, you've shared the revenues. Yeah. Rev share. That's not the hard part. The hard part is getting a person that was willing to do that with you and that you can like, trust, especially at my age, at like 21, because I think a lot of people right now are kind of all over the place. That's right. And I mean, your sister's, you know, a little bit older than you. Mm-hmm. She might have the capacity. She might have the will. She might have the want to help. And I would say to her, you're not doing it for free because that's a bad use of your time because you're building someone else's business. Yeah. And you can't pay her five or $6,000 to do this. Yeah. So the only equitable, equitable way is to do a revenue share. Also, convincing someone to do that without a stable uh, income, too. That's another thing. Because you can't be like, hey, you're going to get this much m- amount that's of... The, that's the risk. That's the risk and reward, right? Yeah, that's true. So, this is high-risk games that, like, Darby might not make one cent. High-risk games, this. Mm. But on the upside, could make 100 grand. Yeah, you're not wrong. Okay. Yeah. It's just convincing someone to do that. Okay, so from this perspective, on my, on my perspective... Okay, yeah. Um, just knowing how... Uh, how you work and how uh, I see that that can be so profitable. And someone like me, who is more of a freelancer type, I would very much buy into that. Where I could be like, okay, actually I see the profit. I could see that that actually would work. Maybe it's my age that I could be like, hey, I, I do, like I could see that actually working. But you couldn't drop everything you were doing and then join me. Well, that's the thing. It would be... It depends on where the person is. So me as a freelancer. So technically, I don't have anything else going on. Okay, yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah. So it depends on the, where the other person is sure. at. But I'm just saying, like, to give that type of the that side of things, it, it would be very, I would see it as very yeah nice to do that. Like, I, I could see it as very um, appealing. Appealing. Okay. Yeah. And... To me, it's slightly different than you using another distributor mm. because it's not as if uh, Darby would own your soul. Yeah. It's a legitimate win-win for both. Yeah. And it goes back to what I was saying at the start. You only do things if it's a win-win. If it's a lose-win and 
you're only winning and Derby's losing. You don't want to do that anyway because you're taking advantage of somebody and there's no longevity in that yeah, anyway. Yeah, I would never want to do that. Likewise, you don't want to do it if only Derby is winning yeah. and you're not. So that's where it's that dance between, okay, well, what skills can I bring to the table? And like what we are talking about in the car, like mm-hmm. in a business partnership, if two people were identical, maybe one's not needed. Yeah. But I'd probably, you know, almost an hour into this, you know, 10-minute chat that we were having, <laughs> um, probably really encourage you to maybe write down a bit of a strategy as mm. in your – and so we call them like either content pillars or revenue pillars. Like the first one might be your online course. Next one might be Patreon. Next one might be merch. Next one might be commission mm-hmm. work, right? So you've got maybe four or five pillars of wealth or income Ooh. streams. I would prioritize them in order. It's okay. like, okay, the first thing I'm going to do is try and get the people off TikTok mm-hmm. onto Patreon at a $1 a month. Hey, $12 a year. Shut up. Do it. Like yeah. $1 a month special offer. I'm only allowing 2,000 people. Okay. Like that is it. 2,000 people at $1 a month. Hmm. Not good at maths, but that's two grand a month. <laughs> you know, that's more than you. That's some good math. That's yeah, some quick that's math. Amazing, right? <laughs> That's that's $2,000 extra. Yeah. And that type of money can change your life yeah. overnight in a real way. It's true. So, you, then you've got that, okay, I've got my foundation members, dollar a month, hey, awesome, love you. Mm-hmm. They're in there. There will be a chance that they want more and they will go, oh, yeah, I'll pay an extra $5 a month. Yeah. I'll pay an extra $20 a month. Okay. So, that's, so then, so you've got your four kind of revenue models pick out what you're going to focus on first and the priorities. And I really think the priority is getting more off TikTok onto Patreon and Instagram as your number one priority. Number two, then you need to work out, and I will say there's probably another revenue model, which is your conferences. Yeah. How are we going to do that? Which kind of will tie into the commission work. Sure. Um, but yeah, I mean, you've got so much opportunity and then I think it's like have the thought, like what are my strengths and what are my weaknesses? Yeah. And see how you can plug those weaknesses with someone external who is a freelancer who gets risk. Sorry, who gets reward. Okay. Yeah. And um, yeah, if you're not making 100 grand within two years, you're doing it wrong. Yeah. I would like to do it right. Yeah, exactly. So, we might leave it there. Okay. That sounds good. So, I've learned so much. Sweet. I have as well. I've just, I, I'm thinking of stuff I can do in the background. Yeah. Uh, and it's all, so this is all unconventional, right? Yeah, it is. 100%. So, okay, bye. Okay, bye. <laughs> no, no. Okay, wait, bye. wait, wait. What's, um, where can people find you? Let's recap on okay. Instagram. Where do you, okay. It's a new day. Where do you want to send somebody who just discovers you? Where are you sending them to connect? Oh, okay. Let's go to Instagram. Yeah. So at Zoe Draws Here. So it's Z-O-E-Y, then Draws Here. And then um, also on TikTok would be great. So it's Zoe Masters Heck. Heck. Yeah. Yes. (laughs) Yeah. So um, awesome. Love it. Thank Thank, you. Thanks so much for your time. Uh, Thank you. I think what we're going to do. Okay. Maybe... In a year's time or six months, oh, I'd we'll love, swing back around. I'd love that. And we're going to do a check-in. <gasps> okay, that sounds fun. Yeah. I'm Sweet. encouraged and motivated now. Yeah, totally. All right, bye-bye. Bye.